Hey, good morning, guys. Thankful to be with you again this morning. Um, or I should, maybe I should say, thanks, Mom, for listening. <laughs> uh, reading this morning from Galatians chapter three, verses ten to fourteen. There's a very obvious word that sticks out here. I think you'll you'll hear it as I read. Uh, this is verses ten to fourteen. All who rely on observing the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Clearly, no one is justified before God by the law, because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, the man who does uh, these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Yeah, to me, what just jumps out in this these these four or five verses is the concept of, of the curse. And, um, you know, I think we all have an idea of, uh, you know, the meaning of curse. It's not a good thing. Um, you know, we use curse words uh as as a means to uh, accentuate or or hurt uh to say something derogatory putting or put someone under a curse or living under a curse is never uh, you know a, a good thing or a positive thing and the bible always uh views the, a world of blessing and curse uh, cursing and it's never good to be under a curse we can be under the curse of the enemy or the devil or the world, but uh, in this case, you know, we're, Paul's getting at the idea of essentially being accursed of God and talks about how the law does that for us. And, and essentially the point he's getting at here is um, the problem with, with having your righteousness tied to your ability to follow the law is you have to follow the entire law all of the time every day, every way. And if you don't follow the entire law all the time, no matter if you're eight or 80, you can't wait till you're 20 or 40 or 60. You, If you didn't start till you're 40, then you have the first 40 years of your life that you're, you know, that you have to, that you didn't account for under the law. And so, you know, the point is, is that as James says, if you break one law, you're guilty of breaking all of the laws. And so we all show up as lawbreakers, which means we're all cursed. And Paul goes on to say that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. This is such a glorious concept that you have to really let sink in. Paul's using the language of redemption here, which is financial in nature, like a price being paid. But really here, this is the idea. The idea comes from, from warfare. And in, in, in when a battle was fought, the victors would take captive all of the surviving you know, all the survivors of the other side and all of the poor survivors would become slaves and all of the wealthier survivors could be bought back by their wealth and by their loved ones. Uh, and a price was paid to buy them back, you know. And so in this in this context, I mean, I know it gets a little wiggy because, you know, Paul is not saying that the enemy is the victor in a war. But he's usually he's borrowing from this concept to say that what Jesus did is Jesus, who's perfectly innocent, who did perfectly obey the entire law every moment of every second of every day of his life. He who is completely innocent 
actually became the curse. He, he buys us back by offering himself as the payment, as the curse. He takes all of the wrath, all of the ramifications and punishment that is due us for our inability to follow the law. He takes it upon himself that we would be bought back into right standing with God. Um, this is an extraordinary truth. And I, I just want to encourage your heart with this this morning. If you, um, if you ever struggle with the idea of how could I ever be made right with God? I mean, uh, I've fallen too far behind and uh, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, if we were to have to stand before God and prove our, our, our righteousness or our, the reason he should accept us into heaven is based upon all of the good we've done compared to all the bad we've done. We, none of us would make it. We'd all fall short. Thanks be to God that we don't have to do that, that the way that we stand before God in, in right relationship is by virtue of the fact that Jesus did for us what we could never do for ourselves. He became a curse for us and redeemed us in order that we would get the blessing given to Abraham. Hallelujah. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would fill us with joy this morning as we distance ourselves by faith from the notion of being cursed, the notion of being under a curse. Father, that your blessing, all the blessings of heaven would flow to us by virtue of the fact that your son died for us. He became a curse for us. Cursed is everyone who's hung on a tree. We thank you, Father, that your willingness to do this for us means that we can call ourselves blessed in Jesus' name. Amen and Maranatha.